Day Playoff Banter Podcast. He's Marshall. I'm Chris. And we're here to wrap up the finals and kind of look ahead to Golden State in the West. Like I said, we'll just do a quick little recap of, uh, you know, our thoughts on it. Obviously, the game's been done for a while now. We all know Golden State won their fourth championship. Um, and there's been a lot of talk just in general about Kyrie. He got his MVP. We kind of knew after four games uh, that if they win this thing, Curry's got it in the bag. He only had that one-off game. But five out of the six games were very, very impressive, uh, especially a couple of them were like, whoa, that 43-point game, whatever. Um, so, yeah, what we're going to talk about, we're going to wrap it up, both sides, Golden State and Boston, what Boston can do to improve their team. Obviously, they need some sort of ball handler. Um, and then – you know, what the West could potentially be next year. Um, talk about, you know, do you wait or extend with Wiggins? Um, you'd assume Thompson's going to come back better, Clay, as well. So there's a variety of things. We saw Draymond down the stretch look more like Draymond in those closing games. So we're going to talk it through a little bit. Um, we're going to dip our toes into maybe Kyrie and stuff like that uh, into the free agent, but it's not going to be, we're not going to talk much about the free agency per se. Just so you know, though, if there is a huge trade that happens um, during Thursday's draft, we'll probably do a show maybe on Sunday, next Sunday. I don't know, but we may try to fit that in. Otherwise, we're going to take a little break, and we won't be back until free agency. We always do a free agency show. We'll let a couple of big things happen and then jump in and do a show. So keep an eye out for that unless there's some kind of monster move. Like I said, on Thursday, then you'll probably hear from us. But uh, otherwise, uh, just in general, we'll probably either have one or two more shows. Then we'll be off for the rest of the summer. Sometimes August will have some kind of crazy trade and we'll just pop up for a show. But for those who have been listening since last uh, September, when we start with the college ball show, we start with football mid-January after the national championship. It's called college ball. We go to basketball. And then, of course, we transfer into the NBA playoffs. Um, Real quick, real quick, if you're thinking about cutting the cord, or you have, you're not quite happy. I got something for you. It's called Direct TV Stream. The prices start as low as still $54.99 for two months. It's not $69.99 a month. For two months, you save 30 bucks. If you upgrade to that choice or ultimate package, that's where you can really save some money. Um, 160 over three months. And you do get a variety, um, you know, uh, of stuff, HBO Max, Showtime, Stars, Epic, Cinemax. Uh, that's all included for the first three months. That's Direct TV Stream. And if this is your first time listening to the NBA Playoff Banter Podcast, welcome. It streams live right here on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Ropeadope Radio. You don't have to go to Blog Talk and Ropeadope, though, and download the show there or listen to the browser. You can find this here podcast under the Ropeadope Radio Podcast on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Player FM, TuneIn, Spricker, Stitcher, 
uh, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts. The list keeps growing. While you're at it, why don't you head on over to thegrillingtruth.com. Okay, let's get it over with. Let's get it over with. So my co-host, as you probably know, is a Golden State fan. He's not a bandwagon fan. we got to keep reiterating that. But he is a fan. So uh, first of all, how do you feel? And just talk to us a little bit, okay? But let's not try to go overboard, okay? Let's not try to go over. Act like you've been there because, of course, you've been there four times in the last, what, eight years, something like that? Uh, if this is a reference to me talking about Carolina Duke for about 10 minutes on my own, yeah, I'll, I'll keep oh, it for you today. Uh, I that, still remember that. that. I still have the notes. I have notes, <laughs> and I still never got to do them. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, and I'll we're going to address Bill Simmons, too, by the way. Don't you worry about that. I got I'll, you there because that's I'll, I'll let, bullshit. I'll, I'll let you talk today. Um, but, no, hey, um, I think it was just – to sum it up, it was – well, from a gambling standpoint, it really was like the pros versus the Joes. Um, that new uh, Vegas uh, hotel called Circa, which is like actually one of the newest, nicest hotels in Vegas, but it's in old Vegas. They actually said they got like hammered because like all the public people like bet Warriors and Six – and they had their director of sports back on. They're like, dude, even when it was two to one Boston, people were coming in betting Warriors in six. So they actually, I guess Cirque actually lost a ton of money because all the public bet the Warriors and all the pros, whether ESPN or computer people or NBA analysts really were taking Boston. So you maybe could say statistically this year that Boston had a better year, but I think it really kind of had to do with the, the veteran players and the been there before uh, mindset, like uh, Draymond, Clay, Steph, it, those guys have put together a hell of a legacy. If they don't win another title, I, I, there's nothing to be ashamed of. I don't know if they'll ever go back there, but it was kind of like a veteran team. We've done this. We're not going to get too too high, not going to get too low. The coach is there too. It kind of was just a veteran team, and I had like flashbacks of when they were in that first half, Chris, of the final game of game six. It was just Draymond making smart passes, Steph getting on a little bit of a heat check. It kind of was like just a culmination of like, this is what this team used to look like with some newer pieces coming along. So um, I was just super happy for him. Um, again, I didn't really see this title coming throughout the year just because, again, you weren't sure what Clay was going to be like. But all in all, they tied it together. The, and I think the veteran knowledge and the veteran coaches were able to – take over for a team in Boston, I'll throw this to you, who you tell just for gas by the end of that. Like, here, hearing the numbers yeah. of the minutes Tatum played in the playoffs, Chris, Yeah, I mean, I, and sure, he's a ripple target because he really had some pretty bad statistical games, especially in the his, like, his points. Especially like turnovers. The, yeah. Well, I think that comes from being tired. And his points in the final, like, five minutes of every game, I think he scored, like, maybe – 10 or 12 points for the whole series. But I think that's a culmination of Boston's bench was pretty depleted. Their role players didn't step up, and Tatum was almost averaging 38 to 40 minutes a game, and it, it really showed the fatigue in that, even that game six, Chris, when you know they were trying to give their all in their own court. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, and I did like, we talked about this beforehand, I did like how they showed Hart 
in game six because it really seemed like, oh, dude, they're going to get, they're going to get fucking blown out really bad, like really, really bad. And they did, to their credit, they did make it more respectable there and even had them, you know, calling timeouts for a second, like, hold on, dude, what, what's going on? It's a nine point game or 12 point game, whatever it got down to. So that was, uh, you know, that was pretty interesting how that went. It's funny because his three point shooting, you know, was on point. Um, all postseason, including the the playoffs. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you look at the minutes for the whole postseason, I'm looking at it right now. Twenty four games, Marshall. Forty one minutes. Forty one minutes per game. That's that's a lot on that's your legs. Nuts. That yeah. is nuts. And remember, they had that. Let me see if I can remember from the the second round Milwaukee. They played every other game or every other day from the – so game three in the second round all the way until they had a, a break for the finals. So they played every other game. So, yeah, that and, and it was the depth, obviously, like you said. That, that yeah. was a huge thing that Golden State, uh, you knew kind of going in they had the depth, and then it definitely showed up, no doubt about it. Um when I look at Draymond, Draymond definitely, like you said, the last couple of games, the assists, the rebounds, the all-purpose, um, we were kind of wondering, like, where where is that, dude? Like, what, why isn't he, like, running the offense a little bit? Like, it just didn't really make sense. Um, and it, it just seemed like Curry was having to work so hard to get a shot. And uh, that definitely changed. Wiggins, we talk about the defense. I've always th- – I said this going in. I've always thought – he was a lot better at defense than people gave him credit here. But once people pile on shit, they generally pile it all on. You know what I mean? Um, it's not like he shut down uh, Luca or something. Go look at Luca's numbers. You know, he didn't shut him down. It's not about shutting down somebody. It's about making him work really, really hard for everything. But the really what stood out to me was the rebounding, especially in those back-to-back games. Um, 16 and 13 or something like that. He had a couple of good scoring games. I think 26 was his high in that game where game five, where as I called it, um, where Curry struggled, that's the only game he struggled in. Um, and, and it wasn't just Wiggins. They had like four other double digit scores, but the rebounding and they needed that rebounding because when you look at the first three games, it was pretty ugly on the offensive boards. I think there was that one game where it was 15-6 to six offensive rebound. That's Minnesota Timberwolves-type offensive rebounding against them, and that's not a good sign. Um, so Wiggins really came through there uh, just all-purpose. You know, it'll be interesting to see, you know, who will come all the way back on their little role-player stuff or maybe, maybe you know, Peyton Jr., all of a sudden, someone pays them a little bit more money than they can, or uh, who knows? You know what I mean? But either way, um, as far as the Celtics go, though, what do you do next year? You know, we talked about it off-air before we hit record, and you were talking about trading smart. Um, the only other – I mean, that's an option. In fact, midseason, I wanted my Timberwolves to fucking trade for smart. You know what I mean? I was all in it. We were like, there there were some heavy talks amongst five or six teams for it, but because that, that'll free up some money for him in the future. 
But that was obviously when they're a 500 team, too. They were, you know, the second half of the season, they were the best team in basketball, obviously. The one thing, like, if you were to get a point guard and keep smart, then what do you do? Bring Horford off the bench? Because that right there does strengthen your bench when you can bring Horford. And some, you know, and it's sometimes it's not just it's closing. Who, who are the closers too? Because I just think Williams is so still young enough in his career that I just don't know if you really want to bring him off the bench. I think he's a starter, and I and I think that they'd be a long, lanky bunch still, just with a ball handler. Obviously, they need a ball handler, and some of this experience will pay off majorly. Um, but yeah, they're definitely going to need more depth in general. Um, what is your gut talk or saying about Wiggins? Now, the other day he said he'd love to extend and stay with Golden State. Obviously, he played damn good, but he didn't play. There's a difference between all-star and all-pro, as we know. And there's a difference of big money and max money, right? He's on a rookie max, your first extension rookie max. Um it's not a super max, but if he wants another, well, I'll ask you, do you extend them or do you wait another year? Because you do have the leverage after all saying, Hey man, I mean, come on, dude. You know, like it went pretty good here for you. Um, and it, I don't know. Cause the, the, the sensible deal, if there's a sensible deal out there to be had, then I'd extend them. But, if he's looking for max money again, which I, there's been no reports of that, I'm just saying if he wants big, big money, I, you know that's that's where it gets a little funky. Obviously, what what are your thoughts? Should you just kind of wait and see? Because if he wants big money, you're going to have to do a sign and trade anyway. Um, you know, just like Durant, you know, it's not that he wanted bigger money; it's just he wanted to go someplace else. What what are your thoughts here on Wiggins? Because he had a damn good series. Really solid playoffs, but he's not a max player. Oh, speaking of Durant, for everyone out there, Curry did get the uh, series MVP, and Durant was on the team. Just wanted to clarify that. Moving on, um, I, I, I'd be really curious to see what your long term plan is for Golden State. Like, and I think this kind of it's kind of a long answer. This kind of ties into what is your moving forward idea, like Draymond and Clay. Like, those guys, I'm not saying they're done because they're not, but you kind of have to start wondering what kind of angle are they taking on the future. I was like, you want to plan on having Steph, Dre, and Clay for three more years in their relative prime near the end, and you add in a guy like Wiggins. Um, you have a guy in Wiseman who was the number two overall pick who's been hurt and beat up a little bit since he's got there but still potentially has the skill set of the number two overall draft pick, and he's a big, which clearly, you know, uh, something they could use, um, you know, or what are you going to do with Looney? Like, so I, I think that Wiggins fits well with the team. I think he enjoys playing with them for all we know. I mean, obviously the guy's got to be in cloud nine. He won a title. Um, well, they need think, a wing, obviously. Yeah, we, That's he, why they went and got one. Yeah, and, and again, he fit him. He fit really well. I just think it's kind of hard to imagine what they're going to do with him because you kind of have to figure out the – long-term plan with Draymond Clay and Looney and Wiseman. So I think keeping him would be a good fit. Obviously, I'm sure they the money is not a huge issue for them because they're 
clearly willing to show they'll pay the luxury tax fee and they'll make it work. But yeah, if, if I if I'm Wiggins, I mean, I, you know, maybe the guy was looking for more of a payday, but I would assume he'd maybe take a little bit of a discount to continue playing there for a franchise who's, you know, pretty well run. So yeah, I don't know. I I I think they want to keep him. Sorry to interrupt. Draymond's got two years left on his deal. One of the 2023-24, when he's 33, that's a player option. Okay. So it's 25.8 next year and 27.5 the year after. And, and again, a cup. I mean, and I look, Clay is my favorite player of basketball history, but he probably has. He, with all this, he's probably got two, three years to go. So, yeah, again, what is your – what's your plan? You know, not that Curry's slowing down. He's got to slow down. But, yeah, I, I just think it's a kind of a loaded question just because three years from now, your your franchise that's got you four rings are probably gone. So maybe Wiggins is a piece you want to have moving forward with guys like Wiseman and whatnot. So, um, yeah, I guess – but right now his stock is high. Again, he led the NBA Finals in rebounds, Chris. I don't think many people predicted that. Uh, Caesars – uh, had a uh, a prop bet for um, who would lead the NBA Finals in play, in rebounds, and Wiggins was seventy five to one, and a guy I believe bet a thousand dollars at Caesars, so he won seventy five k on Wiggins being the leading rebounder in the NBA Finals. What a, a nice nice payday! I wish we would have been on that even for um, ten bucks. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have I, bet that. I'll just be honest. Um, so I mean, play next year. Uh, when he turns 32, it's going to make 40 mil. And then he's got one more year at 33 at 43 mil. So he's got two years left on his deal. Him so and two, two, two. Yep. And mm-hmm. then one with Wiggins. So you're just going to, you don't know, you're just going to duck the question or what, what, what's the, what's, what's going on? I just, yeah, I you don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I would assume they're going to keep him from the way they just fit in the way they want a title, but. I, I think I think the Draymond and Clay decision um, affects us to your future affects what you do with Wiggins. I'll say that Wigg, Wiggins is a little bit lower on the list besides those two guys, but I think they all tie in together. And then Curry uh, is under contract to till he's thirty seven. He's going to be making six, just short of sixty mil when he's thirty seven. So he, he ain't he, going anywhere. I know that one, two, three, four <laughs> years left on his deal. So. Uh, and that's starting next year. So he ain't going to, and that's why I would wait on Wiggins because you have leverage. Mm-hmm. You have leverage. You could still get something for him. Now, is it ideal to wait another year and then try to trade him in the sign of trade? No, it's not ideal because it has to be where he wants to go, right? So that, that does mess up stuff. And can they return a player and then make a trade a half a year? You know, later, no. That first of all, you know, Curry was hurt like for two years. Draymond Curry and No Thompson. Curry was, you know, he, two. What is that? The, the year they had the worst record. He was hurt most of the year. Green yeah, was kind of in wrist, and out. Yep. yep. And then, to, as we know, Clay hadn't played. So, if you can get him on a sensible deal, like if he were to extend four years, a hundred mil, twenty-five a year, I'd do that in a heartbeat because. Sure. In two years, you could trade them. You could trade them, and at that money, it's going to be a lot easier to trade them. We know if you have people under contract, especially in the NBA, you get you have more leverage to trade them. And, it, and then the team that's going to get them goes, all right, 
well, at least we know we got them for two or three years. It's a lot easier than just a one and done or or whatever, you know, player option at the end of it or whatever. So I would hold off on Wiggins um, unless he wants to do something sensible. If he wanted to do a four-year 100, fucking sign that fucking paper. I would anyway. Um, so, yeah, Curry got his MVP without Durant. We heard you. We definitely heard you. Um, what if they would have gave it to Wiggins? That'd have been messed up. No, um, <laughs> oh yeah, Bill Simmons. First of all, Bill Simmons, go fuck yourself, dude. Are you serious? Did you hear the quotes? No. I'm dead they're serious. not a. They're they're basically not a dynasty. He said, "Well, they're not really a dynasty yet." What? Like, first oh, of all, you did repeat. So you got – so any kind of spur – he was trying to make it like a Spurs thing from 99 to – what was it, 2013 was their last one. He was trying to say, oh, that's not a dynasty. You know, he, he was trying to say Golden State's not a fucking dynasty. I mean, Just because went, his bosses – this is my rant, okay? You stay out of it, okay? They – dude, they – we understand that out of 11 years, Russell won – or out of 13 years – uh, the Russell Celtics won 11. But that's when there was eight fucking teams or ten teams. There wasn't that many teams. Like, just calm down a little bit. But to not they, – they won back-to-back. They won three and four years. I mean, give me a fucking break. It's not a – you know. And they went to the finals, you know, two other times. It's it just – come on, dude. Come on. Four out of six years they were there. They won it. And it's it's not spread out over 19 years. This is a goddamn dynasty. Bill Simmons, shut the fuck up. Go ahead. I, yeah, that's what I he said, it. dude. That's oh, what he I, said. I miss. Well, you, you, well it's because the Celtics lost. And yeah, all, yeah, I get, but yeah, that's that, that's preposterous. I mean, if you could say if Draymond doesn't get called for the kick in the nuts. That, I mean, error of clay. I mean, that, that's that's. Yeah, but let's not do that because but, we okay. say the year before if they had Kyrie and Love, sure. you know. What I but mean? yeah, you it's still you went there. to yeah you went to six titles it's in eight dynasty. years and you won four. I mean, it's a dynasty, dude. Yeah, Once you go back to back and you've won four of them, in four and eight years, and you went to three six. out of four years too. Yeah, I know that. So, come on, dude. That's that's yeah. Like, I, I did I like the that. fact that they got Durant? No, I said it all the fucking time. Uh, but you know what? That's at least a top ten team of all time. At least. Oh, so, hey, come on, dude, just stop, just stop. Yep. Um. So next year, okay, they're gonna run it back. Uh, a lot of it, obviously, you'd assume. Uh, you know, as far as the core for Golden State. Now running it back is probably gonna be tougher. Uh, Memphis took him to, wait a second, so Memphis, yeah, Memphis took him to six in a couple of those games, uh, they didn't have jaw. Now we know they're a better defensive team without jaw, but the last, you know, fourth quarter of a game to not have jaw, we know what jaw can do in the fourth quarter by fucking Timberwolves, uh, know exactly what he can do at that time. Cause we'd shut him down, shut him, shut him down. And all of a sudden, bam, he'd just go off. Or he'd have 15 assists, whichever. Memphis is going to be not only, you know, back, but more experienced. Um, the Clippers, if they could get Leonard back, we know what they can do. 
You know, even when they didn't have Leonard and they had um, Paul George, they pushed Suns two years two years ago to Game Six, so they're going to be good. Um, the Lakers, if they can stay healthy, we know what they can do. New Orleans, I mean, shit, who knows? I mean, we don't even know how good New Orleans is going to be. If they can stay healthy and Zion's foot can be normal, who the fuck knows with that team? Uh, Dallas just made a trade for Wood, which I like. They're going to have Hardaway back. Those are more scores that they need. Uh, we will see what they do with the point guard, though, um, you know, if he gives them the money or, or whatever. Phoenix, you know, is a big if because we don't know what's going to happen with Aiden. Now, could they get a sign-and-trade out of that? They could. You never know. But then in May or June, you pick the month. We don't know where CP3 is, except usually he's hurt, um, and that's just how that goes. But they are a team to be reckoned with, obviously, if everything goes right. So next year in the West, it might be back to be in the nasty West. Of course, we've said that the last couple of years, and then shit hits the fan, and uh, people are limping, people are out, people are missing games. So let's hope. Uh, just from a fan's perspective, that the West is back to being uh, the West. And I haven't even brought up my Timberwolves yet. So, and they're they're not afraid of Golden State. No, okay, I'll stop. Um, so yeah, man, what do you think about next year? The the repeat factor. I mean, obviously, health has has something to do with you guys as well, because you guys can't lose one of your big three. Or we saw what happens as well. That's how it goes. But it could. I mean, the veteran teams. Right, Lakers, Clippers, Phoenix, and then the youngsters, the New Orleans, Dallas. I mean, shit can get up Memphis. Shit can really get fun for a fan next year. Funner, I should say. Yeah, ah, uh, man, for Golden State again. I, I, I I'm, I've, I'll never doubt this group of three. I, I think this might be the last one they win. But again, Curry ain't going away anytime soon. Maybe Wiseman special. Who knows? I mean. I think I think Golden State will make the playoffs next year. I don't think that's crazy to say. Um, and, but I will say just to kind of give my two cents on this, it was crazy how a lot of, like, media people I've listened to, whether it's on, like, a Vegas radio station or across the nation, and they're like, man, like, the, the East is just, like, surpassed the West. It's like, wait, really? Like, y'all are going to say that now? Like, Luca is coming up to be a – a top five player in the near future. And if the Suns don't have a COVID bug, they might be in the finals again. And like you have LeBron and Kawhi, like it just, it amazed me about how in the span of like just a month and some injuries and some wins, but like how this, the media public who can be right and wrong was like, Oh man, look at the East. The East has surpassed the West. It's like, not, not really. I, I would venture to bet, Chris, that LeBron's in the playoffs again next year. And as of right now, the Caesar odds have Clippers, Celtics, and Warriors all the favorites to win it next year. Of obviously Clippers and Warriors because they just did it, or excuse Where me, are the Warriors Timberwolves? and Celtics because they. Let me get the um, Timberwolves numbers, dog. Timberwolves. You're gonna have to scroll down. The, scroll down. Scroll uh, down. This this Might be they a only while. they only pace the top ten. Sorry. That's cold, dude. That's cold blooded. <laughs> Really, but, you had to slap me with that. Dang, <laughs> dude. Uh, they don't but, know Anthony Edwards, obviously. 
anyway, but yeah, I'll move on. I'll move on. Go ahead. Go so ahead. I, I just, I, I mean, yeah, for the future of the West, I, again, if, if Kawhi, if, if Kawhi yeah. is healthy and the Clippers are healthy, again, that team's automatically a threat. But we, yeah. uh, we, you're right. We've been saying that for two years. Again, LeBron, Anthony Davis, if Anthony Davis is ever healthy, he's a threat. Yeah, I mean, we saw him. They want a chip. Well, and shit, if you're the Denver Nuggets, once you love Oh, my to God, I didn't even go. Oh, one, my God. One, one year. If, oh, my, I didn't even mention them, dude. One year of two-time MVP, Jokic, and Murray, and Michael Porter Jr., who has all the potential in the world of any athlete in the NBA for just pure athleticism. If they could put together a year where they're healthy, like, I'm sure you could say that this year the East was more competitive showing in the playoffs, but. Especially like if, the top yeah. six or something. But if four, all know, the yeah. teams, if even three of the four teams I've mentioned in the last few minutes here are healthy. I can't believe I didn't mention Denver. <laughs> I, I mean, I would, I, I would love to have it. All right, let's, let's, let's have the East play the West and the ones you play the West, right, yeah, two yeah, versus right, two, three yeah. versus three. Dude. <laughs> I'm Ben the Let's West of all my life. Tournament. Let's do yeah. that 16 best uh, record tournament. And hey, and, 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 it, and if the East wins it, I'll, I'll lose my money. But I, again, if healthy, duh, don't 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 sleep on the West. And you know, Chris Paul and Booker, like the, it, it seems like some of these West teams are a bit older. But again, when healthy, um, yeah, which goes to show, Chris, that teams like up and coming, like Memphis and your Minnesota Timberwolves, like. Teams doing everything the right way. They have young talent. Like, yeah. you know, they're you just assume they're going to be in the playoffs next year. You know, Luke ain't going away. And that's why LeBron those teams have to think long term. You know, they can't yeah, think well, in the short term. Like, hey, true. don't get don't get pissed off for the next two years, uh, New Orleans or Timberwolves, because oh, you know. New, or- New Orleans. If, if Zion, I mean, yeah, the, the West is still loaded. Yeah, so I mean, you can give predictions. Ten teams, you got ten teams that could all be nasty. Just the fact, just the fact that the Clippers are favored to win the title, as right now, just shows again if they put their pieces together. Because I think people have forgotten, and maybe he'll never be the same again either. But when healthy, Kawhi is a a really bad dude. (laughs) Yeah, and he has experience of sitting out a year and being okay and coming Mm -hmm. back and going Mm -hmm. winning one at Toronto. So yeah, I, I think the West will be a ton of fun again and again. If, if LeBron missed the playoffs two years in a row, I, I'll, I'll admit I'm wrong and shocked. Like that dude, you know, he's trying. He talk about legacies. All I mean, that that dude cares a lot about his legacy, and he, I, I'm sure he would love to get another ring on that on that uh, on that podium of his. So yeah, the the West is going to be a lot of fun next year. Hopefully, we're more interested. Well, Westbrook's going to play better defense this coming year. So don't you? And yeah, if you're and neither of us are Nugget fans, but if you're a Nuggets fan, you're like, dude, can we have can we just even have Murray and Jokic and like a, a, a team of maybe just some more team talent around them and see what they can do? Because we, well, we saw and, how fun of the playoffs Murray and Jokic had a couple of years ago, and Murray's dropping forty a game. Jokic is obviously well, he went for fifty twice in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, so well, not only yeah. that, but they showed you how deep they are, Marshall, because they didn't have their top, their, well, their second guy, second yeah. best guy, and at least third best scorer, mm-hmm. and uh, they still were in the playoffs in what they get fifth or something like that, sixth. They got sixth. Yeah, I mean that's so. still damn good, and absolutely. But they better hurry up the next couple of years because my Timberwolves already got their guy who put, built the team. Tim Conley, yeah, we already True. got him. Yeah. We already got him. So you guys better buck up. We're actually giving him uh, resources, something he didn't have in Denver. But, hey, 
that just shows you how good uh, that that team is, no doubt about it. Okay, so um, we keep hearing free agents from a free agent. Dude, he's a free agent. Well, hold, hold on. It's not a free agent until they – we got a ton of guys that have this player option. It's not a team option. There's team options out there, obviously. But there's a lot of guys with player options that keep getting called free a free agent, and that's just not true. However, look at this fucking list of this, man, player option stuff. James Harden, John Wall, Russell Westbrook, Kyrie Irving, Bradley Beal. P.J. Tucker did actually officially opt out of his. Um, Bobby Portis, another player. Uh, Nicholas Batum, which I would like on the squad. Uh, Derek Favors, solid guy. Green, uh, Jermichael Green, I think, got traded. Yeah, he just got traded. Um so it's kind of interesting. Uh, Zubak is actually in that scenario too, uh, but they're actually. It sound, oh no, that's a, I think that's a team option. Uh, but it sounds like they're working out a deal. Uh, but there is some. Uh, there's not as many uh, on that level, but that's a lot of names for. Hmm, what should I do? And we were talking off air. Imagine if Dallas got Bradley Beal. You brought that up. That that um that'd be big instead of giving old boy who they got there uh, a big money contract who's a who is a straight up free agent uh, who really came on this year especially in the playoffs. Well, and you know that Cuban seems to go for no, obviously he doesn't always get the people, but money is not an issue to Dallas, yeah. and He's Cuban's willing deal. to spend. And obviously the. The missing piece is Luca needs like a Batman and Robin, and I think Brunson's like not quite a Robin, but he, he's obviously a, a good, talented player. But if if Dallas had a guy like Bradley Beal, like you tell me a team like Luca and Beal, they ain't going to the playoffs. Uh, they are, and just the transformation Jason Kidd made with that team in the span of one year to go from kind of a whatever Carlisle done just to switch over to a defensive team that you know. Wouldn't really find the playoffs, so yeah, it's uh, it's crazy, and it seems that he's probably going back. But uh, Zach Levine is a name that's being floated around. Um, if he was to leave Chicago, and he's healthy, you're adding a very talented player. Um, I mean, the dude averaged 25 points a game last year, and he's one of the again when healthy, one of the better athletic guards in the game, and he's a great three point shooter. So. It, it could be a, a really um, fun summer. Now, there are a couple of players who you've mentioned. Um, well, we've been saw news today. Kyrie says he's he, they've come to a disagreement. So Kyrie's leaving New York, and with Harden, you never know. Harden could – who knows? Well, who it's knows not what? official official. Yet. No. He hasn't, no but, he hasn't said he's not going to accept his yeah. player contract. Or, you know, but it, it appears Kyrie would be looking for a new home. And there's a player option with Harden. But, yeah, right, the, the free agency is looking good. Um, I, obviously, I know the NBA has got to love this because NFL has always been a sport that seems to stay in the news throughout the whole year when they have their schedule release, when they have their, you know, draft, or when they have Deshaun Watson and his 7,800 masseuses. But um, anytime the NBA, you know, they, every sport is cursed nowadays, especially the social media and fanship. You're, how can we keep our sport relevant in the in the social media's eyes in a good way 
throughout the year. And with the list of the names you've mentioned and the teams and just all the situations, I think the NBA is going to have a pretty fun free agency summer. I don't think we'll have the LeBron James Miami announcement going on, but there are a lot of big names. And again, if you're in the West, you either have to go with the approach of what is a piece we can use to contend for the playoffs or are we going to be like an OKC team who is literally gutted the team out and is rebuilding and OKC probably doesn't plan on going to a deep run next year, the next two years, but you're a team like OKC, if you are a fan of them, they're putting together a lot of nice pieces who in a couple of years when these guys we've mentioned are older and out, OKC could be a team when hopefully you and I are doing this podcast five, six years from now, that's like, oh man, they, they went to the Western Conference Finals or whatever. So is your team adding a big free agency piece or are you rebuilding for the future? Because I think the most annoying thing, Chris, is to be the fan base that is just like stagnant in the middle. Like, you know, we're we're either gonna we're we're content with being anywhere from like the seven to ten seed in the West. Which Hey, you know, I'd take that for freaking next six years, dude. I'll tell you that right what? now, man. Because, you know, so, my Timberwolves only got to the playoffs twice since 2004. So, I mean, that's, I, it's a little bit easy. He knew it. You, you know, got to say, but yeah, years, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, what the fuck? All right. Let's but, uh, well, I mean, well, well, speaking of, uh, I think Timberwolves and Memphis, and, like, I think in OKC is trying to catch up to them. Like, you know, those were three teams where, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put OKC on their level right now. Yeah, that was but, messed up, too. That was really But I think up. they're, they're doing, they're, they're on the path to become, a Minnesota or a Memphis a couple of years from now where they have a couple of core people they can build around that are growing to get better. Let's make the playoffs. Let's get our bumps and bruises, science and bets, and continue to grow. So if you are a team like Memphis and Minnesota, when LeBron, Kawhi, and Curry and all these guys are taking their step down, you're sitting in a really good situation. So I, I, again, I still yeah. – yeah. It, That's it's why I would extend Cat, and then you'd have – speaking of Timberwolves, you'd have Cat for – five or six years under contract, and then the next year uh, Ant becomes eligible for his extension. You, you, so you basically have, after next year, you'd have Cat and Ant under contract for five years. So I think that would be perfect, that you could just build around those guys, you know. Yeah, and then like to, to kind of go to the East, we've been West heavy, but that's because I do think it's still a dominant conference. But in the East, obviously – Boston, you know, they, they, they're either going to bring it back, maybe try to find a point guard, might have to make a trade or something, or who knows. Uh, obviously, Philly, if we'll see, be, we'll see. Like, is Harden going to come on the court and give you his full effort? Like, well, he's so, going to have a healthy offseason. So, there you won't know, be it, an excuse there. If, if so, then Philly is a team to contend with, but. Harden has his moments where he gets checked out or he demands a trade or, you know, because Embiid and Maxi aren't quite enough to make it a, a deep run if you're the Miami Heat. Like, if only they could somehow get Jimmy Butler on there. Oh, forget it, forget it, forget it. That's right. Uh, Miami game, Heat, game. Uh, Pat Riley was taking all sorts of shots at <laughs> literally everyone on his player exit meeting into the media. So you, Pat Riley might make some changes. But if you were to trust your franchise with a GM, there's not many that have done it better than he has for the last he couple years. He can do more push-ups than both of us combined. He said it. <laughs> yeah, 
I, I know what he's in. He's in better. Uh, he's in better shape than Victor Oladipo. Like <laughs> that <laughs> You know, I, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't gonna argue. Well, then the Heat got that body fat rule. They can't have like more than eighteen percent body fat. So I probably wouldn't be allowed to play on that team. Round eight or something. I don't know. But whatever. Heat will be contending next year. Boss will be back next year. Um, the Nets. Who knows? If Kyrie leaves, you think Katie's gonna want to stick around and play with a bunch of like just? I I don't. I mean, I, if Bradley no. Beal goes there, yeah, I. I mean, they're gonna have cap money free, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know what to assume about these, just because there's it there's a lot more question marks, and I think yeah, if yeah. if Kyrie leaves Brooklyn. I, KD, I, he's going to be there looking for a friend quickly, or he might be jumping ship too. Cause I don't, I don't see Kevin Durant playing in Brooklyn without a, a, a talented player around him. And I don't think Ben Simmons is what KD would want for his wingman. So yeah, that, 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 that he's under contract, uh, to 2025, 26. Oh, well, sh- then that's an interesting situation. And he's going to be making opinion. less than uh, Curry that year, both 37. I'm happy I'm not a Nets fan, but man, if you're the GM and Kyrie leaves town, have fun putting the, hey, oh, well, yeah, we'll be, we'll be like curious. Like I said, to though, that's also 30-something million open, too. So. Mm-hmm. True, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I do think the you know they had a list, and I do think that Bradley Beal was on top of the list from HoopsRumors.com. They had the the top fifty most desirable names, whether they're a player option, a free agent, or a restricted free agent. Um, they did mention Bradley Beal, who I would say, if if healthy and going, that dude can still. I know people kind of forget about him because he's playing there for DC, and they don't make the playoffs often. But he was averaging. They still he, got DC. He averaged thirty points a game. I thought and once they changed to the Bullets, they or Wizards, they changed. They just they they closed it down. Huh. And he's twenty nine. I mean that Beal still. I mean that that dude. Someone's gonna pay him a, a handsome amount of money. So just just the yeah they mentioned Beal number one, Zach Levine number two, Harden three. Again, Harden's a tough guy to rely on. Uh, DeAndre Ayton number four, and then Kyrie number five. So Kyrie, who knows Ayton and Ayton Chris Murray, he had that weird. Where they they kind of benched him, and yeah. they didn't want to. He say didn't want to go back into the game. Yeah. So he didn't that, play all that good this year. So uh, sometimes, yeah. sometimes shit like that. It's like, all right, dude, yeah, we'll, we'll shop you. Like you, you kind of you but you butt it. I mean, they they can always make up, but you, you're sitting down and Montezuma's want to put you in. You're like, nah, I'm good. Like screw y'all. Like right. a lot of times in, in NBA, playoffs, most too. of the time, that means all right, we'll we'll get you a new home. But I'm sure a lot of teams would love to have Aiton on their team. He's a uh, one of the better athletic centers in the game. So it will be. I think. I think we'll have a very fun. He could be a product, though. The thing about I understand. I, I know people think this is blasphemy, but I kind of understand where Phoenix is coming from because, as far as giving him a max, because, like to have Chris Paul and Booker on your team, it makes you, it makes you so much easier for a big. Especially Chris Paul, and because he gets him a a lot of easy buckets, and like I understand, like people get maxes on their first, you know, based off their rookie deal, you get the max. It usually is built off. Well, I've been productive, and I have more potential. 
So I get why somebody's going to give him the max if he doesn't want to stay there. But um, on the Phoenix side, though, when you you already you already have a a super max, I believe, not just a max. I think Booker's a super max, and then Chris Paul has got a four years on his deal. So it start, you know, I kind of see where they're coming from um, because I like Aiton a lot, but I I don't know if I'd pay him the max because if he goes to like some other team where he's the number one guy. I think that's when you're going to start to see holes in his game and everything like that. Because he's he's good, he's solid, he's very good at times, but he's pretty basic. And I just, if you don't have somebody, get, I don't know, I, I kind of see where Phoenix is coming from uh, based off their contract scenarios. And, you know, could they give him a $30 million instead of $38 million, you know, $35 million, like something like that, like a pretty damn good deal, but... Once you have three maxes on your shit, and I think at least one of them super max, and then, you know, it doesn't even have to be a super max for Chris Paul, because Chris Paul's on that later, you know, on his, like, fourth contract, you know what I mean? So it's like you keep getting paid if you live up to your shit. So I don't know. It's a mess there. But let's – uh you can say something else, then let's shut this thing down. Oh, I'll just say that I'm happy my boy Clay Thompson, after what, 909 days of no games, uh, comes back and wins, wins the title. So that was, uh, that was, I'm, as Golden State fan, very happy. I've, I've had a very lucky year as a sports fan for Carolina to go deep and Golden State to win it. So whatever happens, I, I, I'll finish that note. It's a good, uh, yeah, you go four years and you go to four titles in eight years, that's a dynasty. And happy Steph finally got the MVP. So on that note, um, as Chris and I just said, there's a lot of big names moving around and a lot of teams in the West that are still playing chess with each other uh, to try to contend for that title next year. And again, if Kawhi's healthy, man, look after that Clippers team. So we'll be back. Um, if, if, if Chris said, if big news happens in the draft or some big signs go down, like let's say there's Kyrie and KD news or Harden news, we'll have a fun summer show. And before you know it, college football's right around the corner yet again. And USC might actually be good again. Holy oh, shit. Oh, here we go. You just had to throw that in. <laughs> Lane Chip and Hottie Toddy. you right now. My Gopher team beats you right now. Um, we're going to be back in July regardless. Yes. Yeah. So on that note, um, enjoy the warm weather. Maybe sneaking around to golf, go to the pool, have a margarita. Do something. Enjoy the family time with your summer when the kids are out of school. The boys are out. Have a good one. Peace.